0: Well hello out there in Podcast Listening Land. Your old buddy Jimbo is here fifty years later. My goodness gracious, it's been a whole lot of stuff happening ever since the last podcast posted. And well, you know, ya,. you know, last time I was talking about it, it's time to find your hill and stand on it and be willing to be let that hill be the one that you're willing to die on. Well, here we are. But you know what? I got a much more positive tone in my voice in lieu of everything that's going on. And you know why? I found my hill. I can't say that I know the solution to all the problems of the world. Nope, sure don't. But I do know the problems of the world that we're facing because they're all up in our face. No longer is the proper term conspiracy theory to be applied. Because it's no longer a conspiracy theory. The conspirators are everywhere. So, in this particular episode, this is going to be pretty quick, actually. I'm going to, I want to kind of update you guys on what I'm doing, where I'm going, and where I want you to go with me, okay? What's happened the span of this week, this August 8th, 9th, 10th, where we are, I guess today's the 11th, I'm not sure, I don't care, because the day of the week and the month doesn't matter, right now. it really doesn't, because everything is happening so fast, and simply crazy, all throughout the world, and every nation... And every country, every city, they all, we all have our own individual problems. Yet there is a tie that binds us all together in this struggle. And, of course, that is built around the global economic crisis. I mean, that's all you can call it. You can't sit here and listen to this, and I hate the term mainstream media. It's so weak as far as I'm concerned. but I'll use the term for right now the mainstream media, the ones that are out there under cable boxes, the legacy media types who are perpetuating and pushing a narrative that is absolutely it's just bullshit folks I'll I'll quote Dan Bongino in that, that's what it is it really is and it's in your face now, so for me I have again for the past two years I've been trying to figure out where's my place in this post 2020 world because I knew then, as soon as they shut the whole planet down <laughs> in March of 2020, nothing would ever be the same again. Period. There, there was just nothing. There was no conspiracy theory in saying that. It was just a fact. You can't shut down a a capitalist system for 15 days, let alone let alone as long as it was. Okay, It's just that's stupid. And uh, I never bought into that. I knew it. Just there it is. And here we are now. But I've been looking and I've been searching. I'm like, well, what can I do to help? That's been the question. It's like, what is the solution? And I couldn't figure it out. And I still haven't got it exactly, but I think I've got a pretty good strategy. One of the things that I was doing is like, well, you got to teach what you know. That's a good thing to do. And the things that I know how to do uh, have always revolved around communications, if you will. The ability to speak to people and to educate people not so much on my way of thought but as in the method to do things mainly because i put a lot of emphasis on that over the past 50 years in learning how to do things how to um i wouldn't say master because it's another term i'm not a fan of i don't i think it's been used so much by the gurus out there and that's another term that has just been absolutely whitewashed by people just trying to make a fast buck on the internet Uh, everybody's got to make a living, but ask yourself if you're doing the right thing in the way you're trying to do it, okay? And that is an honest thing I'll put out there to all of you that, you know, I did want to create a course that I could put up and then people could purchase. I wanted to do that, I thought. But you know what? It never felt quite right. I would rather you and I be able to have a conversation and you had a question about doing a particular thing, be it uh brainstorming writing blogging articles interviews videos audio all that stuff that i know how to do and i've been doing for a long time marketing distribution advertising sales uh because i know it can help you but i wanted to be compensated for my time right well you know what yeah but that's never been my motivating factor it's more important to me to get you motivated in getting yourself going because i know that in you getting motivated and going It benefits everyone. Even if it's not exactly where you want it to be or it's received as well as you'd like it to be, it's still great because you're sharing your knowledge, wisdom, and experience and perspective to others that can help us all continue to grow and learn and do. The human race is an amazing, amazing, amazing species. We really are. Because when you look at what all we've done, outside of what we'll call the control system it's amazing i mean it really is it's the individual who come up with the idea to bring forth the incandescent light bulb no matter who got credit for it it still comes down to the end one person had the idea and then they went to work in the most convincing ways to get other people to help them do it same can be said for pretty much everything you know in this 3D physical reality. Doesn't matter what it is. Again, from the incandescent light bulb to the automobile to manufactured housing to, oh gosh, anything. Doesn't matter. Corrugated and cardboard. I'm looking at a box right now. That's took like one person thinking, we need to put stuff in other stuff. Okay, we got to figure this out. Well, we could take a tree and hollow it out and we have like a bowl, but then we make a really big bowl so we can put more stuff into that really big bowl. Well, that's going to take a lot of time. And that thought process grew and expanded and turned into from, you know, wood to pulp to paper to stronger paper by way of cardboard and such. You see? And we all do that together. How and why? I don't know. There's a root there. There's a connectedness there. But I don't care to go into that right now. That's a journey I hope that you're all on and asking those and thinking about those steps and processes as they've come along over the years. But anyway, now one of the things you're going to see, this this today is, is a great start of a big journey that I am on, this hill that I'm standing. I am personally excited again, and I'm smiling again, because I know what I want. And what I want is to offer an alternative to the things that have been corrupted and taken away and ruined that made us all, or gave us all, I should say, something to enjoy together, no matter where you were on the planet. And that's entertainment. There's a discussion that could be had that the particular Western entertainment, mainly out of the U.S., that has influenced, you know, talking points in pop culture for a long time, because it really has. Now, was it malicious in its intent initially? Nah, maybe, I don't know, can't say, I'm not going to go down that particular line of thought at this particular moment in time. But I do know that as the years went by, more and more things were programmed into the public space that uh, before it happened was not acceptable. It just wasn't. It was like, I mean, just something as simple as, you know, Lucy and Desi sleeping in the same bed. What? You didn't do that on TV? That's crazy. Let alone the fact they were interracial couple. Oh, my goodness. But for the good that can happen, the bad came too. And messaging can become something toxic from a certain point of view. And that's where we are now. And the reason that I'll say, because everything is subjective, right? Your, your right may be my wrong. My right maybe your wrong. But there are certain things that you can set up a boundary with. Things based in natural law. Natural law. And in natural law is where you you find life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Not guaranteed happiness, but the pursuit of happiness. can't really ask for much more than that. Life's got so many ups and downs, you never know what's going to happen from moment to moment. But in all of this, and as I stand before you walking around in my garage in a little bit of a circle, kind of putting all this out there. I do see where this takeover of our entertainment and pop culture has been so damning to a system that truly has programmed us all. But I've also seen what is indeed a great awakening, no matter how much they try to gaslight, as the term is used, that, no, this is good and better. It's not good and better. I'm going to use a reference for, or I'm going to use, paint the picture around what has happened to Star Wars. I was a Star Wars kid. was a Star Wars fan pretty much my whole life. But what's happened with that property and what it represents is not what I grew up with. Okay, it's just not. And it goes beyond just being bad cinema. Or bad television. It's bad messaging. When Star Wars debuted in 1977, and there was a great retrospective I saw somewhere, he went, and Dan Rather, Dan Rather, not a fan of Dan Rather, but he made a very good point that the best thing that Star Wars brought to the populace in 1977 is it was a wonderful story of hope for everyone. There was no black or white. There was no. There was no one was. Oh, no one was pushed away from Star Wars. It had something for everyone, no matter who you were around the world. Race, religion, creed, sex, didn't matter. Star Wars had something for you. It was the good guys versus the bad guys that had a happy ending. And it had really cool visual effects. That everybody could ooh and awe over, and that was fun. The sound was amazing because it was sound you'd never heard before, especially juxtaposed against the images that you saw. It was fantastic filmmaking. It was fantastic escapism. And it was a simple, basic story that everyone could relate to. And inside of there was also the element of the force. That mystical field that binds and surrounds everyone and connects us all. Just the other day, though, I got to thinking about that. And in regards to where I'm going in this conversation, is that... With what was proposed the Force to be, when George Lucas put it on paper and then on screen, is not what he continued with come 1999 when he released the prequels. See, before, from 1977 to 1999, anyone could reach and grasp for the Force. Anyone. You had the ability to connect with the Force. Come 1989, though, the whole story changed by way of midi-chlorians. You had to have these midi-chlorians in you. These little bugs in your blood that connected you with the Force. You had to have that intermediate Now, Wait a minute, what? It took away that ability to be longing to attain the Force. Because if you didn't have that thingy in your blood, apparently you couldn't have the Force. And then it all went downhill from there. Now, I'm not a prequel hater at all. Episodes 1, 2, and 3, I really enjoy. In some ways, I enjoy more than the original trilogy, in a different level. But, that's beside the point. Let's fast forward a little bit past there, to where we get into the sequel trilogy. And then you see that narrative is completely destroyed. All of the hope, all of the fun, all of the good guy, bad guy, all of that stuff has been thrown away. Plus, Storytelling completely went out the window. Lucas had issues with dialogue because his dialogue was clunky and chunky no matter how good an actor or actress was. It was terrible. terrible that one. But along comes this sequel trilogy and it was terrible. There's no definitive. It was terrible. There was a lot of artists who did a lot of great work visually. Sound design, that was great. The story was horrible. Can't fault the actors there because they're just reading lines. But then when you go into the pop culture circle of people talking, commenting about it, sharing their feelings about it, then it got politicized and weaponized. That's not good. Back then, way back when with the original trilogy, we only just had the biggest debates were rather Darth Vader was indeed Luke's father there for three years while we waited on Return of the Jedi to find out the big reveal. Huh. But now it's just the whole thing. is just, it's crap. And I I use that and tell that story and my perspective on that story because that's really where we are. Our our, Our iconic imagery, and most of you out there, this is not news to you, has been under such blatant attack. It's terrible. A lot of discussions can be had about other things that were placed inside of these stories and films that run a very interesting parallel to the events of the past 10 years. The Marvel Universe is great for that. There's a lot of stuff you can look that up online and see how certain points in the Marvel Universe, Cinematic Universe timeline, kind of corresponds with things that were going to happen and where we are today. One example being Civil War. Civil War was great. Marvel's Captain America Civil War. That one was so funny because what was the big reveal there? The big reveal there was that the side that they thought they were fighting for was actually the enemies of old hmm, where are we now? That's where we are. (laughs) We flat are. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You can look and see where we are today, the idealism that was put into our heads from birth for us Gen Xers, and a lot of you folks after us. But we were. We were programmed into this American nuclear family, which was fantastic. And it was going great. And then along comes this thing that started to peel back the layers and the reveals of everything wasn't what it seemed. And now when you look at what's happening in the headlines over the past two years, especially, very, very blatantly, especially in the past year, extremely blatantly, it looks like Hydra is absolutely running this show. But you're just going to nod, right? And you're going to take it because they're going to tell you that 2 plus 2 is 5. And they're doing that very realistically, very literally. By way of saying and changing the definition of words, what is a recession? (laughs) What is inflation? Come on. Let's be real here. This is where we are. But this gets back to my point. My goal and my intent is very simple. The way we get through this and we win this is to unite each other under that entertainment banner. We need to find, support, promote, the creators out there who are creating the message that we agree with. Now, this is to, to be very, very. I want to be very succinct in this. And what I'll be working on is not to be pigeonholed into something that is simply a faith-based, family-friendly thing, Mm-mm. because faith-based, family-friendly stuff is part of the problem. Because once you attach a label, then you 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 you're just you're defeating your own purpose i the best quote that i could ever think of that stuck with me for so long i mean years and years now is from c.s lewis author of the chronicles of Narnia, along with a bunch of other great books and um i don't know if you call him a christian apologist or what but anyway uh but i love how he said this someone approached him and said we need more christians writing books No, wait, I blew that. Excuse me. (laughs) Pardon me, C.S. We need more Christian books. Good Christian books, that's what he said. To which he replied to that person, no, we need more Christians writing good books. Now, I'm going to pull away and, and, and flip that around just a little bit and pull out the label of Christians. We need... We don't need talented... I'm kind of flubbing this a little bit because I'm getting a little excited, because this is where the passion comes in. We don't need an ideological, limited view on right and wrong for our entertainment. We simply need good entertainment. There's always a message inside of the story, yes. But what is that message? Let's look for, search for, promote, and support the that entertainment, and also music. Music is so important now because it's so gone from public consciousness. But we need that that is meant solely for the purpose of entertaining at its core. And the messaging that can be put in, let it be something that we can all agree upon. Is that hard to do? No. We did it for a long time. Look at Star Wars. We can do that again. And I know you're out there making those movies and making that music and doing those things. I want to find you. I want to connect with you. I'm going to be making those, And I'm going to put them out there. The goal is to grow it bigger and bigger to where it becomes a full network and a channel system that is comfortable for the average person to plug into and enjoy. Run to, by going to the movies. To reestablish that. But to bring forth that content that is solely for the purpose of entertaining in an agreed-upon way that is not so motivated in destroying my, our agreed-upon iconography. So I'm going to take a quick break to the Acre spot. I hope you'll consider podcasting because your voice needs to be heard now more than ever before and your perspective needs to be shared. Anchor is a great way to do it. Uh, I see there's a paywall thing they're doing now with like a Spotify sign-up, and I wasn't no aware of that, but I guess that's happening now. There's nothing I can do. But it's there. If you did it, great, thank you. Uh, otherwise, um, I'll be back right after this break. Welcome back to the show. I am Jim, and I am, I am <laughs> glad to be here, and I'm glad that you're here with me. I'm going to sit down for this segment, going to just do a uh, quick 10 minutes, okay? Here's the thing. As the title says, this is uh, the Hill I've Found." and the Hill I've Found is about bringing forth entertainment to the people that is meant to encourage people. Unite people. And that comes in all forms. I know that. But for me personally, my new mantra and slogan is simple. I make movies that matter. And that's why they matter. Because their design is to encourage, inspire, and most importantly, entertain. And that's what I'm working on. So, uh, I'm looking for you who share that belief. So, if you're a filmmaker, a musician... A band, an artist, whatever you are in the creative arts, let's connect, okay? The long-term plan, again, is to build a network and to make that network accessible to everyone by the way, by ways of the technology that's available. It's mainly streaming is what it looks like it will be because people have to be comfortable in, in, in viewing this stuff. And, I, and again, watching this stuff evolve over the 50 years later, uh, you know, it's uh, it's amazing. You know, the gatekeepers are gone, but there's still some in place. And that's what we have to work around. That's my problem. But we can discuss it if you got some ideas, too. But I've got some ideas that I think will definitely move everything forward in that. And I'm very confident in saying that because I've done it. Uh, the things that I bring to the table are not... I'm not necessarily reinventing the wheel, but I think I figured out a way to make that wheel run a little bit smoother. And I'd like to invite you on the journey because... I know how hard it is to pr- push and promote something in today's world, be it music or movies, because the industries, the industries, are completely focused in one direction. That is one part absolutely monetary based. And that's why you have so much sequels, reboot, revamps of existing properties because they're safe bets when it comes to money. Even the worst reboot is still making a lot of money just on name recognition alone. That's why they do it. Now, the other things that get put in, I do believe is a far more nefarious thing because they're chasing money. They think that the, the squeaky cogs that are getting the grease are where the money is going to be. And they're wrong. Period. They're just wrong. And it shows. And it shows more and more every day. Um... You know, we we're starting to to, to really emphasize that where I, what I see as this trend as being a real thing to pursue for all of us getting together and working together. Uh, a couple of examples being like with the Daily Wire and with what they've done in producing in-house films and getting them distributed uh, through their own means and being created by way of the internet. And that's fantastic. I think it's wonderful. Uh, but they're not, they're still, they haven't crossed that plateau of being easily acceptable, comfortable. Okay. And that's where we have to get. That's, that's just the truth. It's like a uh, quick rundown of that. I mean, when you think about the differences between radio and television, radio was in my mind superior to television because radio was portable. Portable televisions were there, but they sucked. There were always tiny screens, and they just sucked. But radio, though, radio was great because you could take it anywhere. It was already in your car, for the most part, and you could have little portable transistor radios in your pocket, so on and so forth, and it was always available, no matter where you were. Uh, Limited only by broadcast range. But now where we are, the technology has evolved to where, such as podcasting, you can listen to this broadcast limitlessly from a signal range anywhere in the world. And people do listen all over the world to this broadcast. And I'm very thankful for that. Thank you. Um, I respect that. But we've got to do that. That's the thing. It's like when it comes to the distribution of entertainment, uh, it's got to be accessible and comfortable. So accessible, that's easy. you got the internet. Comfortable, that's different. If I had to watch a film on my phone... I probably wouldn't do very much of that. I mean, that's why everything that is online that pops as far as, like, your TikToks or YouTubes or other social medias, they're short. Because who wants to sit there and stare at your phone, even though we do all the time? But so you get my point. So it has to be accessible, and it has to be comfortable. And, again, I've got a a plan to to at least start with and then evolve and grow with from there. if you would like to be a part of this journey, please reach out to me, jacksocial at outlook.net. jacksocial at outlook.net or, and I prefer, if you will use my personal email, of jimsmigos at yahoo.com, J-I-M-S-M-E-G-O-S at yahoo.com, reach out to me. Now, this particular podcast I know seems so just, boom, way out of the left field, but it's because the clarity continues to come. The point, the mission, and the purpose continues to really show itself to me. And I can sit here, and now the Oh, I forgot what that uh, particular – I, I, I'm naked before you. That's the best way I can put it. Here I am. I don't care. I've been trying to walk a line that you know was too people-pleasing. That's it, overthinking and people-pleasing. That's what I was doing. Well, now I don't care. I know what I'm going for. And for those of you who want to come along, fantastic. For those of you who don't, I hope you find your place. I hope you find the thing that, that scratches your itch and fills the holes for you. I really do. But for me, I know where I'm going, and if I'm piss you off along the way, well, then don't tune in. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, this is the way it is, man. Um, but anyway, so there's that. Also, just a couple of notes you'll notice, if you go to JimStroyBox.com, because it's still going to remain the hub for right now um, as things evolve. Because, number one, I've already got it there. It's already paid for It's established, and it's it's my playground. And I'm going to use that playground to uh, to meet new friends and do new things. So account one of the things I have done is I have pulled all, pretty much all the advertising from Amazon, the affiliate stuff I was doing. Why? Because it just cluttered everything up. And frankly, there was no well, in the, the lack of money in it was not so much the reason to pull it so much as I don't want to make money that way. I don't. Now I will recommend things, and I may throw a link out from time to time that may go back to Amazon by way of that affiliate thing. Uh, That's only because that's the only outlet that I have access to. Okay, but if there's an alternative that can take you direct to a source so you can buy direct, whether I get a cut or not, is where I want to go. Like right now, you've got, or I've got the uh, link to David Icke's latest book, The Trap which will take you right back to davidike.com over to his shop, and you can buy direct from David Icke. Uh The only other thing we do, I still have the shop up, the store button. You can hit that. There's some fun stuff that I put together. Uh, that's the on-demand printing stuff, you know, T-shirts, the fed up, and, uh, you know, uh, stop the stupid um, T-shirts, and then some other stuff. And I'm going to keep playing with that because I like the ability to have that available. Um, there's really no profit margin in that. But again, I'm not doing this with the intention of money. I know i got to monetize all this stuff because otherwise you can't keep going. you got to have money to play in this 3D world. Uh, so it'll be what it is. But I hope to offer you things that if you see the value in it, you will say, yeah, I'm willing to support that. And you'll pluck down some bucks for it. So there you go. And uh, that's it. That's the most honest I can be with you at this time. I found my hill. I'm standing on it. I'm not leaving it. And I'm inviting you a spot to stand beside me on it. Because we have to now. This is no longer a matter of, well, you know, where are we going? No, no, no. You, know, you, know, you can see where we're going. And I don't like the way they're driving the train. Period. Fifty years later, I have been able to put together an opinion, an observation, a perception of reality that I see being replaced by something I don't agree with. Period. I believe in kindness. I believe in courtesy. I believe in empathy and sympathy. I believe in love. Real love, real love—the love that also says no. Okay, and that's where I'm going to stand, and that's what I'm going to do. What I do best, and those things have always led to this point. They really have. Everything I've done throughout these fifty years have pointed in this direction, and only now do I truly see it. And that's why I'm standing here. That's what so I'm going to do. It. So the podcast uh, is going to be the closest thing to a news product that I put out in regards to all of this. I want to talk about the stuff that I come across that's better than just the talking heads and talking points that are out there uh, that are doing great work, okay? Not all of them, but a lot of them, but there's an alternative voice out there that needs to be heard. God bless them for putting it out there for you and I to learn more about and to be able to do our own homework, research, and fact-checking. on. And you should, okay? But that's not the direction I'm going. I'm going in the direction of finding the interesting things that humans do that makes it better for all of us, more so than just harping on the things that are making it a hell of a lot worse. Well, I promised you 10 minutes, so that's where I'm wrapping it up. I'm going to kick out with the uh, former theme song that's now the back-end song because we ain't done yet, not by a long shot. Until next time, have a great day, everybody. <laughs>
1: think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. I used to be a goer, now I'm a little slower, but don't you ever think I'm gonna quit? I still make nifty moves when I get in the groove, and that's why you seldom see me sit. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left in me still Might be a little fatter, but that doesn't really matter For after all, most folks are just like me I may have lost my hair, not that I really care That's what I feel inside, that's really me You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet You might think I'm over the hill You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet There's lots of living left in me still You will never hear me sing the blues For after all, what do I have to lose? Driving my Mercedes, they want to come along just for the ride. Because of how I look, they think I'm rather cute with a beautiful young woman by my side. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left in me still. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm past but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left to me still. You might think I'm past it, but I'm not done yet. You might think I'm over the hill. You might think I'm past but I'm not done yet. There's lots of living left to me still. Lots of living left to me still. Lots of living left to me still.